can be a sign to yourself that maybe a little part of yourself requires some nurturing. And that's not a bad thing because I, I think that's, it's, it's very common for people to have these um, signs where our emotions are giving us little cues that we need to, we need to heal ourselves. I think it's very common. So it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but I think it is definitely something that we can all work on and it is very worth it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here today on the Sober as Dope podcast. I'm Pop Buchanan, the host of the Sober as Dope podcast. The Sober as Dope podcast is a little bit over one year old. And to date, we have so much support and love. And I just want to thank everyone from the recovery community that has taken the time to be a part of the Sober as Dope experience. Today's guest is extremely positive, and I'm very excited to bring this guest on with you guys. And her name is Nicole Addison, and she's the founder of The Power Within. Nicole has a blog. She has a WordPress blog. She has her Tumblr. She has two books, and she has a whole movement, and she's working. She's an active student, amongst other things, and Nicole is very inspirational. I want to thank all of our guests, the past 10 guests that has joined the Sober's Dope Experience. We have a lot of amazing content, and thank you all for taking your time to be a part of the journey. I would like to also thank everyone out there that has supported Sober's Dope to date. Everyone that's in the recovery community that reach out, everyone on social media, everyone that has reached out to me on email. I listen to all you guys. I love all you guys and I appreciate you. Thank you for everyone who's taken the extra step to leaving a review for the podcast. Without your positive reviews and encouragement, it's hard for us to grow. So every time you take that extra step, I know it's tight with our busy schedules, but it means a lot to me. Thank you for everyone that has purchased a t-shirt, mug, or some type of Sober's Dope message from SoberIsDope.net. Every time you do that and you wear a t-shirt or something, you're going to attract awareness and people's going to say that's cool where you get that from and that's going to lead them back to a positive message of recovery. Somehow we're doing all it is to get people back to the podcast. Sober is Dope is 100% about giving back and the message of recovery is so important that we get it to critical mass. So thank you all so much. Thank you for everyone who shared their personal recovery stories. And thank you for everyone who shared the podcast with someone else. 
because we have a lot of diversity on the Sober is Dope podcast. We cover everything from addiction science to motivation, to psychology, to mental health, to motivation, to fitness, health, and how to alleviate stress, anxiety, depression, and how to thrive in a healing environment on our recovery journey. So I'm so excited. And ladies and gentlemen, this podcast episode is a really, really fun one. Nicole Addison is young, vibrant, full of life, and she brings a lot of value to the community. I am so excited to for her to accept my invitation to be on the Sober is Dope podcast. The Power Within is one of the strongest channels on Tumblr that you will find this lady has published hundreds and hundreds of quotes that really hit to the core of our true potential mindset and healing so i'm so happy and with no further ado enjoy my episode with nicole addison the founder of the power within i love you all enjoy Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan, and I am extremely excited today to have one of my most amazing guests to date on the podcast. This person has been instrumental in my recovery from the beginning. She has a great influence and a great presence about her. Our guest today is Nicole Addison. She's the author of two books, who are you and pursue your positivity. She's a doctor of chiropractic student. She has a BA in kinesiology and she is the founder of the power within. In addition to that, she's a healer, motivational speaker, writer, and model. Nicole, it is a, my, with immense pleasure that we have you here today and thank you. How are you doing today? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. And I can't tell you how grateful I am to be here because you know, I've always felt like I've wanted to help people and like I have so much that I want to say to people, but I've, I've been looking for some kind of an opportunity to do that. So it means so much for you to have me here. Really, it does. Well, thank you. And the pleasures are ours. And Nicole, for people who don't know you, how I found you was on Tumblr. And Tumblr, I was on Tumblr going all the way back to 2012 when I first found my sobriety. And I found Tumblr to be a really cool place to get a lot of inspirational content. And then later I moved to Instagram. But there was one person that kept coming up all the time with the most miraculous kind of straight to the point quotes and it was you and it was always like the power within the power within and I just wanted to thank you because what that did subconsciously for me I kind of like just really resonated with that and I always just felt like it's this sacred power within and your quotes were always so well written and well put together and it helped change me and it really helped me on my journey till this day. Like I will go on and immediately, as soon as I log on, I'm looking for something inspirational and your quotes will come up. And I have a running joke is I like to take some of the quotes and put them on Instagram. And I said, well, if I use all of her quotes, my Instagram page would look like the power with this page. Like I wanted to use all of it. So I had to like tame myself. I just wanted to ask you what inspired you, inspired you initially to just 
put so much dedication into helping people get out of tough spaces and find inspiration on such a consistent basis? Well, honestly, I, I have a lot to, I could say a lot about that. Um, I would, I, I'd like to say it first started out kind of like for my own spiritual development. Um, I used to go for like very long walks at nighttime and I used to just meditate and think and just make time to really contemplate things about life. Um, I didn't really have any ideas in mind, like I was going to go and become a big thing or not. I was just interested in all of it myself in self-improvement. And I wanted to become the best person that I myself could be. Um, and so I guess I kind of started the power within, um, to write down the kind of realizations that I would have during these moments of meditation. Um, and like I said, you know, it's, it was really just for my own, my own journal, basically. Um, so that being said, uh, I did come from a little bit of a rough childhood. Um, I s experienced a very significant loss when I was younger, um, and I was almost killed in a car accident, and I barely survived. So it was it was rough and there was a lot of trauma that happened early on in life and i feel like i was forced to grow up a lot faster and to learn truths that a five-year-old isn't really supposed to learn that early in life so coming i kind of came from a spot where i'm sure like a lot of us already have been through a lot in our lives um where i kind of felt like there was more there was more I wanted to find out to life. There was just, I wanted to see what was beyond what we, you know, initially would see with our eyes. I wanted to, I wanted to know it all and the unknown, it, it fascinated me. So that's, that's kind of the backstory about that. Um, and it kind of, it gave me the idea that I, deep down, I felt like I was put on this earth for a reason. Like I survived that day for a particular reason. And um, I have a mission that I want to fulfill uh, to the best of my abilities. So anyway, the, yes, that's the backstory. And so essentially, um, I started writing The Power Within just as my own realizations. And um, I also started writing my articles on a different platform where I would just get more um, in depth about it, which I still write about today. Um, and again, it was really only for my own self-development, but eventually I suppose people started to kind of realize and take notice. Yes. So anyways, that's at the, like I said, at the time, you know, I did it because I, I loved it. I, and even when people started to take notice, I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. People are noticing, but you know, I didn't really think all too much of it. So well, I tell you this much, it's, it's, it's so impactful. So I want to read a couple of quotes from your blog, if you don't mind, just to give people an idea of what I'm talking about. Here's one you say, breathe, don't try to control everything, allow for life to just flow, exist in this current moment, appreciate the beauty around you, right? 
And, and I love that. And here's another one. There's a lot of noise in the world, but not all of it has to be listened to. And I, that brings me to a point when I was reading your books, it was this beautiful theme. When I was reading, who are you? Um, it was like a personalized learning adventure and the noise, the thing, the thoughts that we say to ourselves, the negative ideas that come into ourselves, how do we speak to ourselves? Um, the purpose of positive affirmations. Can you talk to us about how, give us some kind of idea and techniques that you may use to kind of reduce the negative mind chatter, that negative noise, you know, that feedback that our minds kind of, that game that our minds play um, tricks on us. You know, I'm not worthy. I'm never going to be anything. And that doubt that happens. How can we get over that? What's some of the techniques you use? I honestly feel like, certain times throughout the day I will just I will just stop and I'll take a moment and I'll just I like to call it um awaken like I like to become aware and so during moments like that when I become aware it's like all of the all of the noise just it's kind of like I can see right through it like I can I I acknowledge it and I know that I'm there stressing about it, but I can see it, sorry, for what it is. And I like to make it a habit to do that as often as I can, because you're right. Like the chatter, it can become very overwhelming. And the, the way that society is structured, like our lifestyles and everything, it makes it very easy for that chatter to go on and on and on. So I like to, you know, become aware every now and again. And also meditation is a really big thing for me. Um, like I said, I like to go for uh, walks at nighttime and to just like to reflect and to um, kind of get rid of all of that baggage that I accumulate throughout the day. And I like to, like when I go to bed at night, I like to say positive affirmations and to just make sure that I'm in a good mindset at the end of every day as well. I love it. I love it. Um, one of our friends, Dr. Eric Berg from YouTube, he talks about how the brain loves long walks and to get it's the space. So when we talk about anxiety and stress, taking those long walks and having space is very helpful in reducing stress. And people don't realize it. They tend to run a lot. That builds up a lot of intensity. But what the what the brain loves is um, these to be in open environments and space. And we have a segment on a podcast called "A Walk in the Park with Pop Buchanan," where I would take my walks at night in the park and just you know get that air in and breathe and reconnect back to nature and deep stress right and meditation is also one of the other things that we talk about we deal with mindfulness meditation and how to use that to reduce symptoms of anxiety depression and improve our mental health so a lot of the things that you write help uh, you know it helps people in the mental health space find peace of mind uh, maybe find hope because when you're depressed the, the hope seems to be something that's shut off for you. You, know, you can't really get past that hump. So ha, what advice do you have for anyone that's dealing with depression? And maybe does that, does that resonate with you in any way? And any advice that you could give there in the mental health space as far as depression, anxiety? Well, I definitely know what it feels like to be depressed and to feel alone and to feel confused and scared and 
first of all, I just want to say that although that feels like it's the entire, like it's your entire reality right now, know that it's not, and it's not going to be that way forever. And it did take me a little while to realize that, um, that there is still light at the end of the tunnel and there is still a beautiful, beautiful life still waiting for you. Um, but you will realize it. And, and I just want to, I want to say that there's so, there's so much still waiting, even, even though it feels like there's darkness, there's still so much, so many beautiful things waiting for you. And you just got to, you got to just get through this little bump. And I'm not saying it's easy. Of course, it's very, very, very hard, but you will get there and, and you can get through it. Thank you. Thank you. You, I, I watched you on your journey. And one thing I, I wanted to talk to you about, um, I, you on your personal transformation, your physical transformation, right? You was, it's a phase where you went through where you was really working out a lot and you got really ripped. And I was so impressed. I was, I mean, you Jack, he was like, you look so good. And, and, it was, it, it takes so much dedication to get there and you did it so seamlessly. Like it was just one day, you just, it seems like you woke up and said, okay, I'm getting ripped. And then a couple of months later, you was like, boom, here we go. And I'm very inspired by that. And so that discipline, you, 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 you did your, you're, you're studying your doctorate in chiropractic, as a chiropractic student, you graduated with your BA, you're running this major blog, you're doing a bunch of other things. I see you have your personal things you're dealing with. And then you're in this optimal shape. You're a model you're beautiful so what's somewhat of what what's the what's the deal can you give us some tips on how we can get ourselves together get in shape get a better mindset going and kind of like transform our minds and bodies well i want to say it kind of it started out with the whole meditation i think that is absolutely key um having like a full um like a clear mindset and and I think that, you know, I'm trying to find out how to explain it here. I think that when you have a clear mindset like that, it, it makes certain things easier. Like, let's say we have temptations to go and, and have that donut or that piece of chocolate or something. Or, or when we get, we get easily stressed out, we can, you know, do a whole bunch of things. But when you are calm, when you have peace of mind, I think that that is the root of what people need for remaining healthy in, in all aspects of life, not just, not just a physique or whatever, but, you know, eating healthy. Um, I just, I think being calm and having peace is, is the beginning of all that. And that's what I did every single night. I would go for those walks. And like you said, it's so great for the brain. And so I, I, and, um, I also kind of, I incorporated the gym into my life so much to the point where I felt like I became very in tune with my body. Also with kind of having that clear mindset, I became very in tune. So I knew kind of what I needed to eat and when, uh, whether it's, you know, carbohydrates or fat, I became very knowledgeable um, with that. And and I just kept a positive mindset. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't first set out to become a, a model. Um, I just really did it because I love to challenge myself too. Yeah. Um, and so I guess through, 
the positive mindset and the peace of mind, I did eventually realize that, you know, I, I did want to give modeling a try. And, but again, like I didn't do it with force on myself. I did it with a very encouraging mindset. So I was being kind to myself as I was doing it. And I feel like too many people might sometimes, you know, be upset with themselves um, and be very hard on themselves if they don't reach their goals. But you have to encourage yourself when you're doing it. Treat yourself kindly, you know? Yes, be kind to yourself. I love that. Did you use any specific techniques? Were you like doing HIIT training? Were you doing CrossFit? Were you lifting weights? What was part of the physicality of it, of getting so in shape? I think when I, when I first started out, it was really just bodybuilding. Um, but then I started getting into like very, uh, like I'd, like I do sprints for maybe 40 minutes and then I do weightlifting right after that. And then I would maybe do a bit of boxing or some stretching. So, um, I want to say for the most part, it was probably, um, hit more so hit towards the end when I was very ripped if you want to use that word yes and hit training is one of the best techniques used to um shed body fat to help with your vo2 max is how your body utilizes oxygen and stuff like that so and for anyone who doesn't know example of hit training is like you would walk for about you know let's say you walk for uh a minute and then you'll sprint for let's just say another minute and then you'll walk and you'll break it up, right? That's a good example of kind of like high intensity interval training. So you're training interval. So check that out. All right. I want to talk to you about your book one, which is who are you? The personalized learning adventure. You, you have a part of the book where you say, focus on energy, focus on the energy radiating from you, protect it and nourish it. So I love that because when you think about the power within and then you, you know, the one of the main themes you talk about is how important this energy that we're born with is and how to cultivate it, nurture it, and then yet radiate it. Can you talk to us about that energy that some people may call chi, prana, source energy, Can you give us a little insight on that and what you meant when you spoke about that in your book, Who Are You? Right. Um, I, I like to think of it kind of like, so I, I don't know whether I call it chi or, or what I necessarily have a name for, but like, like you said, I do call it energy. And um, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, attraction like I believe in the law of attraction so if you have a positive vibrational energy around you and you have um you know positive emotions you're encouraging yourself you're staying passionate towards your goals you're you are going to attract more positive things into your life and a part of making sure that you have this good energy is also taking care of yourself and not only just working hard, but making sure that you are, you know, you're well, well fed and you're relaxed and you're doing things that you enjoy too. All of that incorporates into the, this energy field that you have around yourself. And, and and like I said, protect it too, because there are a lot of things out there that can, you know, train, change your energy. Like, 
there are some people out there I feel can change my energy a lot or um, like very stressful situations will majorly train, change your energy. Um, so I think things like that, um, like everyone has it differently and they know their selves and what, bo what bothers them the most, but just to make sure that you're balancing it out. Like if you feel like your energy has dropped, please, please make the time to do what you need to do in order to bring it back up again, because that is, that's a, that's a big thing. That's what I feel changes our life, changes what we attract and it changes our own perspective and our own actions and everything. Absolutely. And that's so important. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, one of the themes to have to be successful in recovery. We have to do a couple of things. You have to keep your, um, your stress levels low. You have to make sure you're eating, especially eating healthy, but at least eating, make sure you're never thirsty. Watch if you're lonely, uh, make sure you get a lot of rest for your brain. So you're right. And one of the things as far as me protecting my energy, I have to watch negative people, negative thoughts, negative ideas, negative places. Um, in recovery, we call it slippery places or slippery people. You know, you get around your toxic ex-best friend or your toxic ex-place to hang out where, you know, things are kind of go left. And one thing I remember when I was like younger and I was doing well, when I was trying to get sober, it was times where I was doing really well. And I'll have like in my personal space, everything will be in alignment, right? In my place, I'll have the whole place clean. I'll have my gemstones, my crystals. I'm listening to my music. I'm meditating. I'm praying. I'm working out. And then, you know, someone to call and say, let's go out tonight. And then you'll shift from this safe, protected environment, then you'll go into the chaos of someone else's environment. And it will pull me so far away from the peace that I created that when I got back, it was all disorderly and I was back into a chaotic state. So I think what you're talking about is extremely important because people have to understand when we say protect your energy, we're talking about protect your personal space, your mind, your body, and your spirit. And it's okay to say no, it's okay to let people know that, nope, you're not, you can't help out this week or you can't be available every time they want. It's okay to cut your phone off. Sometimes it's okay not to be okay, right? And these are important things that help us with our sanity, our mental health, and our recovery. So thank you for that. Um, and another thing that you said is try to train your mind to find the infinite value that exists within you, that infinite value. I love that because now we're tapping into infinite potential, right? So can you talk to us about that? That's a real briefly infinite value that's within us. That's powerful. Like I feel it's there. We can so often look towards external sources because that's the way um, that's the way things are structured. They make us look towards, you know, the newest, you know, the newest clothes and the newest whatever. And we often forget about everything that is inside of us. Like we have so much, so many skills within us and, and passions that I feel like too often we, we ignore them. We overlook them and we have so much love and kindness inside of us. Like we can, we can help other people. We can use our life to help other people to um, spread the spread the kindness, and we can use our skills for um, for your passion, for whatever you, is you want to do in your life. And 
And I feel like it's, it's all those things together that create this, this infinite power inside of you. Like if you can just shut off the external world for just a couple seconds and just become calm and quiet, you'll realize that there's, there's, as I say it, I wish I could describe the feeling that I want to give right now, but it's, if you just look inside yourself, there's just so much like, maybe you won't experience it when you, when you first start, but like, I feel like if you really work at it, you, you can tap into that energy inside of you. And it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling because you'll never feel like drained by the external world. Once you, once you tap into all of this power inside of you. Yes. So ladies and gentlemen, this is powerful because there's another level. There's always other levels, there's always a next level. And there's a place where you could get when you're in your personal alignment, when you're taking care of yourself, loving yourself, you know, nurturing yourself and protecting your energy, especially when you're meditating and you're praying, you get to this place of self-actualization and my and, and power where you are 100% tapping from the source that creates all things. When you talk about the law of attraction, if we go back there for a bit, um, our friends over there, they like to say... Um, the creator of all things, right? That tapping into the source, the source that creates all things, that infinite wisdom that's connected to us. And the way our brains work, we send out these signals, right? To the universe and to ourselves and our minds where we say, you know, what we think we can attract and what we think we become. And that's real because you are in charge of your personal environment. How you perceive it is going to determine how you feel. So for me, when I tell people about recovery, I just didn't start, get up one day and say, well, you know what, today's the day I'm going to be sober. It was like I was walking and then I hit this realization where I had a thought and said, I'm at a point to, of no return. I'm in deep trouble. And if I don't turn around now, I'll be lost. I got on my knees and I gave my whole life back to God. I gave my life back to God. I reached out. It was a public display of me giving up to the power that I had that I was abusing. I was abusing myself with my own personal power by being, by being part, part destructive with the drinking. And then at that point, every thought I had literally was about transformation. I knew in my personal life, I said, I'm going to transform to the highest point I ever thought I could go. I'm going to be able to produce at the highest level. I'm going to make sure I look the best I could look. I'm going to be the best. And I never stopped. And my vibration, it was like this momentum, you know? So we talk about the law of attraction, the law of allowing, allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to acknowledge what you're going through and embrace it, allowing yourself to level up and to embrace love, not shutting yourself off. So I know that was long winded, but sometimes, you know, we did an episode called the law of attraction and addiction. That's why I'm so excited because not a lot of people understand it and you do. And what we think really attracts our lives. So how did you come across the law of attraction? What was your um, personal law of attraction story and how does that affect your writing and everything that you're working with? First of all, I want to say that your, your whole story just now was amazing. And oh, I just, you. I felt so much happiness <laughs> thank um, you. listening to that. Thank you. Um, I, I want to say it first, it started with me too, when I felt like I had hit kind of a rock bottom. Yeah. Um, 
I was not very, like, I wasn't very kind to myself. I felt I was dealing with trauma from when I was much younger and I didn't, I didn't treat myself well. And it would, there was some self-harm and, and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very good, but deep down, like I said, I, I kind of knew that I was put, I was put here for a reason and, and I, I survived all of it. And so I, I'm trying to remember the exact day that it occurred to me. Um, I think it, it came to me when I started undergrad. I, when I, that's actually when I started doing all my meditation and going on my long walks and things like that. I realized, um, like what I put out into the world would make, would, would come back to me. And I started changing my mindset every day. Like I went to the, like I started going to the gym and I start, I studied really, really hard. Like I dedicated so much time to studying. Um, even though I didn't, I didn't really know where I was going to go, um, after undergrad, but I knew, you know, I was going to, I was going to do my best, even though I didn't really know. Um, and I started spreading kindness to, um, all my friends and showing them really how grateful I am. Um, cause I, that's another thing. I feel like we can all show each other so much love and so much gratitude. And sometimes we just walk, we just walk right past one another without kind of showing that. And so I, I, yeah, I just started, um, like kind of similar to you. I, dedicated everything I did to being something positive and to promote growth in myself so that one day which I'm hoping I'm getting closer to I will be able to help other people as much as I possibly can yes yes you had um when you was uh, in your description you said aspiring healer and I just wanted to let you know hey you already a healer you doing it you don't have to aspire anymore you definitely helping my healing process and <laughs> and you're definitely a motivator and I feel the same way we're all trying to get to this place and one thing I learned and this I learned this the hard way because before I hit rock bottom I hit this hard place where I wanted to go I hit a financial excellence I was making like almost 25,000 a month I had this million dollar brownstone my music career was going well I had the girl I had everything I wanted but it was so many levels that I didn't I was still kind of young then I was in my 20s and that all crumbled and then I had to rebuild it. So what I keep in mind is that as long as we have peace of mind and peace of heart, we could watch that ceiling that we're trying to hit. This is like, it's a place where there's no real ceiling, but if you don't have a limit to your desire, then you're never going to really find peace. So what that means to me is like someone could say, I really want to get this fancy car so I could be happy. Then when they get the car, they realize that didn't make them happy. So they go after the next fancy car and it becomes this thing. I have to get a bigger house. I have to make more money. I have to do this. So one of the things that you're doing and I'm doing is helping people find their inner power, that power within, because if you look for it in external places, then you're going to be chasing this kind of like never ending process of desire that's going to leave you feeling drained. Okay. That, so the next thing I want to talk about is the universe supports and treasure you. When you say the universe, I really like that because, um, you know, 
people, in the, we have, we tell people, you know, you have to reach for higher power. Sometimes people immediately say, oh, I don't want to deal with God and all of that. And then I try to explain to people, there's many different levels to that also. You know, you could identify it as the universe because we are supported by this universe. And sometimes we forget that we're floating at the speed of light in a rock in the middle of space, right? in real time. <laughs> so, you know, we're so disconnected. I try to remind people like, you know how fast we're spinning right now and we're on this specific place, a specific time in the middle of the Milky Way. And if you look at it, we're here and it kind of takes us out of our social construction of reality that we create for ourselves. So the universe, when, when you talk about that, the universe supports you and treasures you. What did you mean by that? I think that, so when I wrote that, what I meant was, like, the universe kind of has has your back. Um, I don't know if, like, some people may or may not believe in it, but, um, like, um, there's no coincidences. You know, like, there's, um, everything happens for a reason kind of thing. And um, I feel like, sometimes things will happen in life and you'll think, well, you'll get angry and you'll think, why did that happen? Um, or maybe it was unfair. Um, but I think for at least some of the things every, like it happens for a real reason and the universe does have your best interest in mind and wants to build. It does have this beautiful life that it's building out for you. Um, but we need to have faith in that and we can't, we can't get thrown off track by the things that it's, unfolding for us because um it is happening for a reason and ultimately there is like we have to like i said we have to have faith in where we're going um and i just wanted to touch upon what you said about this whole social construct that we built for ourselves um because that it's the it's the external world and everything and and you know all the superficial things that we might sometimes have going on that might block our own view of the universe or God or, or whatever it is that, that you believe in. Um, but sometimes we do need to, like I said before, look beyond um, the external things that are there so that we can take notice of the universe and become more in sync or, or intuitive if you want to call it yes. become more intuitive and to see the things that are happening in your life and and connect the dots of why they're happening and what that has caused and how you've grown from it and it's just it's very it's it, it all kind of ties in together i think yes yes um, when I, the, what I, when I was in college, I studied in sociology, the social construction of reality, and it blew my mind. So what it basically was saying was humans create the reality around us without it. Everything is just still, it's just still the universe It's still this constant primordial force. So what does that mean? We say, I'm going to school today, but there's just a building with a bunch of chairs and and you know stuff in there and school stuff in there it doesn't become class or school until the humans actually go in there and perform that role so our reality is something that we socially constructed is not necessarily what's real it's what we created as a reality so that's so important to distinguish between you taking something extremely literal as life 
and losing focus on what's real, like your health, your mind, your body, your spirit, and what else, that constant connection with humanity, how you love one another. I always say all the problems in the world could go away if humans just act right, if we just address each other with love. There's no other force in the universe that's opposing our ability to be in harmony with anything. It's just us. And there's no other force in someone's life that's opposing their ability to be whole. It's just us. It's just them. It's just you. It's just I, right? So when I was drinking, there was no one around me forcing me to drink. There was no one around me encouraging me to drink. And I like to say, you know, I went through a bad breakup that caused trauma, but that wasn't saying go drink. It's just how I viewed it. So this is very important for people. And sometimes I like to spend a little time in some places because we take things literal. Sometimes someone could write you a text a certain way and you don't like the tone, but the person may not have been negative. It's just the way they wrote it, but you could ruminate on this all day. So when we talk about rumination, thought rumination, stress, being out of disalignment, um, feeling like the world is against us, it's important to know that a lot of these forces that you think and are opposing you are not real. Get out your own way and then you start to see a lot of progress. So I'm glad we covered that. Thank you. Um, now that brings me to emotions. We could use our emotions to identify these weak connections we have with ourselves. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah. So I think that obviously our emotions are, they can be based upon the certain kind of mindset that we have and maybe like our our history, like our background and experiences that we've had. And it all gets jumbled together and it kind of brings us emotions. So um, let's say you have a certain, a certain event that happens in your life. If you get, maybe you get laid off from your job or something along those lines. Um, your emotions are your reaction to those things. And if you are reacting, let's say very, like very, very negatively, like you get very angry or you get very depressed about, about something that, that may or may not warrant that, um, it can, it can show, it can be a sign to yourself that maybe a little part of yourself requires some nurturing. And that's not a bad thing because I, I think that's, it's, it's very common for people to have these um, signs where our emotions are giving us little cues that we need to, we need to heal ourselves. I think it's very common. So it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but I think it is definitely something that we can all work on and it is very worth it. So one of the things I like to do is let's say I do have this overwhelming emotion um, that I'm experiencing um, I like to take those moments that I said where I, I feel aware and I'm not confined by the experience or the emotion at that moment in time. And I just look at it. I just look at the experience without any opinions, any judgments, and I just view it. And it gives me kind of like a fresher perspective on what it is that's happening. And, and I can tell sometimes if the emotions that I'm feeling is, is normal. And so when I, when I find that it's not normal, I can then move forward and I can 
meditate on it. Um, that's usually what I do. I meditate on it or, um, or I could talk to someone about it too. Um, things like that. I feel like emotions can definitely be very important, um, messages to our, um, healing process. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Like if I start to feel fear or that emotion, I start to look at everything around me and then I have to look at it. Like, why are you really afraid of this? What's stopping you? And sometimes I tell people, write it down, write down your fear and see if it's valid. Like, look at it and say, well, what can I do to improve this? Is this real? Is this, can it, or the imagination. So sometimes we imagine outcomes in our lives and potential outcomes or scenarios that won't really happen. I don't want to go to that party because as soon as I walk in, everyone's going to look at me, laugh at me, point at me and tell me my shoes look stupid. But then you go to the party and everybody tell you your shoes are awesome and every, you have a blast, right? It was like your imagination created this fear that wasn't substantiated. So definitely everybody look out for those. I want to just jump to another quote that you wrote because this is very important. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, you can go on Tumblr. We'll have the links in the bio. The Power Within blog on Tumblr has numerous quotes from Nicole Addison, our guests, and they're all very helpful. This one I love. If it didn't work out perfectly today, that's all right. Try again tomorrow. If it still doesn't work, then try again the following day and the next. It doesn't matter how many times you need to retry. What matters is that you keep at it until you no longer need to. I love that because that is very important for someone that's trying to get to a next level of transformation. If it's addiction, you may try to drink today. You may, you may have a relapse, right? But don't give up. Keep at it until you find that ultimate success. So that talks about perseverance. How do you use perseverance and dedication in your life? And when you wrote this, what, what was the message you was trying to send out to the universe and to everyone? I think, well, life will always give us obstacles. Like we're never going to, we're all, we're never going to pass at something and do perfectly all the time. And if we allow for, um, certain obstacles to get us really down, then it is going to be really hard to get to the ultimate goal that we want to get to. Um, and that's why we need to constantly encourage ourselves and, and, be okay with ourselves when we fail. Um, like I said in that quote, and I personally, I want to say that I use it a lot of the time when it comes to studying and, um, examinations that go on there and, and tests and, and things like that. Um, cause I do set high, high goals for myself and I don't want myself to be very put down when I, when I don't reach exactly that goal. Um, and so I did use it. I did apply it a lot in that manner. Um, I did also use it in terms of, um, my goals in the gym, because like I said, I, um, you have to encourage yourself and you have to maintain kindness and understanding towards yourself. Maybe you won't get there overnight, but, um, that's, I mean, I did experience times when I was in the gym and whatnot and thinking, oh, I could do better. But that's another reason why I wrote that quote, because I felt like I could also really apply it to my progress in the fitness world too. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. So we talk about, well, thank you for that. And you talk about positive affirmations, positive mindset. I just finished writing my book and I really stress the power of using positive affirmations. Um, I have a uh, affirmation you wrote here. Um, Today will be an amazing day. Today, I am filled with uh, energy and love, right? And then you talk about also something I love called mirror, like the mirror affirmations or mirror work where you look at yourself in the mirror and you'll say, you look amazing today and you have the most beautiful eyes. And just giving people the encouragement to just love themselves and treat themselves with kindness and in a positive ways. Um, positive affirmations, positive, having optimism, um, you know, that's really important to me. And so what's your thoughts on that, on the positive affirmations? How do you use it? How would you recommend someone else to use it in their lives? I personally, um, I use positive affirmations. Usually the first thing when I get up in the morning, I like to, um, like you mentioned, I like to look at myself in the mirror and say them with full meaning. Like I would get rid of all the other noise in my head. I would just become silent and, and, and say it as many times as I feel like I need to that particular morning and some mornings they could be different. I mean, we could have certain things that are bothering us one day or another day. And it's, it's good to change your affirmations up, but whatever it is really put in the time and the energy when you're doing it in that morning um, or whatever day is that you or whatever time of the day it is that you choose to do it at. Yeah, so I, I definitely think that positive affirmations is, is something everyone should incorporate into their life. Um, you don't even have to be necessarily struggling with something. It's always just really good because you could always improve yourself with it. You know, like it's not a, it's not a weakness to have yeah. positive affirmations. It's it's for everyone, anyone at all. You can always better yourself with them, I think. Absolutely. Um, one of the friends of the podcast, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he wrote a great book called The Biology of Belief, where he proved scientifically that your mind and your thoughts and how you perceive your environment affects your internal environment. So disease, being in disharmony, your relationships and everything is all affect how you think about yourselves. And he talked about that coming from our subconscious programming So they say the first seven years of your life, you really absorb your external environment. Maybe it could be how you were in your house. You absorb what the people were doing around you. And if that's negative in some way, you won't be able to identify it, but it will become your default programming, right? So if you was in a negative environment, someone cursing at you all the time, telling you you're not positive, or you saw people fighting and your perception of the world was fear-based, you would grow up with a lot of trauma and problems there. But he says that you could reverse your programming in time. And one of the techniques was energy medicine, right? Saying certain things and doing certain processes to reverse that. Another thing is... um cognitive behavioral therapy and thought reframing. And the other thing that I really loved was using positive affirmations to change it. So the thing is that you're talking about is hardcore because if you consistently use these affirmations and you say it to yourself with real intensity and emotion behind it, you could start to rewrite the subconscious programming of your childhood. And then you'll create a new dialogue or a new reel or a new kind of like programming 
um, language in yourself and it would really change who you are. And that, that's a lot of therapy there, but that's a real cheap technique. Cause a lot of these things, you don't have to go to a therapist to use all of these things, right? You could just do it every day. So it's a level of consistency. So that brings me into book two, right? You have an amazing book too. And I really want to give you the floor to break down book two, say everything you want to say about it. It's called pursue your positivity, right? This is one of your second books. I have both of them. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put links in the show notes and you talk, you say, what is it that you find positive in your life? You ask that question. Um, what, who are you grateful for? What's bothering you? And how can we see it from a different perspective? Can you talk to us about Pursue Your Positivity in book two? Sure. Um, so the main purpose that I wrote that book for was because of the, the whole uh, perspective that we can have on life and kind of ties in with what we've already talked about where um, we create certain situations that aren't there or like maybe they are there, but we might pull them out of perspective a little bit, or we might uh, not practice gratitude enough. We might not realize the value of certain things in our lives and we might become too caught up in, in stress and jobs and things like that. And, and I find that when we get into that whole mesh, sometimes it can snowball on itself and it's, it's hard to see the positive and it's, you know, everything else, it's sometimes darkness attracts more darkness and things like that. So I think the main goal that I was trying to get at with Pursue Your Positivity was to get people to stop and have that moment of awareness that I keep talking about where you can, you can look at the things in your life from like a big picture and you can see um, like all of the beautiful things in your life and, and really taking notice, um, and practicing gratitude. Um, I feel like when we make it a really big goal of ours to pursue our positivity, we can, we can find goodness out of a lot of situations in our lives that we might not have originally thought was a good thing. Um, kind of like with how the universe um, has your back and sometimes it makes something happen that for a reason and it happens to be good and sometimes you need to stop and pursue our positivity in order to connect the dots in that way so I wrote that book um, to help readers with that but also to make it like a I, I wanted to make it feel like it was a a one-on-one -on -one experience like I was there with the reader as they were reading it as well so um, it didn't feel like they were just uh, you know going through hard times on their own I wanted to make it um, most ex most accessible to them uh, to reach out for help if they felt like they needed to while they were making that reading Beautiful, beautiful. Well, really helped me a lot. And I'm still going through the books. I purchased them last week, I think, and um, I'm really enjoying them. I'm bouncing back and forth. And, um, and they're short, but they're very, they're well, they're packed well. And you know, you really want to take your time to get through it, because I really got a lot. And just the term pursue your positivity, you see, it's this little things that could be transformed someone's life. I never as much 
I could get into a lot of things. I never thought about it that way. Just that the way you phrased it is an action. It's a call to action. I'm going to get up and I'm going to take back my power, right? That power within, and I'm going to go identify who I am. And then I'm going to use that to pursue my positivity. And I'm not going to let anyone get in the way of that. And that's so important. And you talk about gratitude. And we always talk about that on the podcast, having a gratitude journal, remembering what you're thankful for, because it's so easy to complain and just make a fuss about a lot of things. But it's so much going going in our way and in our, in our favor. So I was reminded the other day how important it was. I, one of my friends, um, they had a, uh, one of their kids was dealing with a, a real, they, they had autism. And just the, the way they were born and stuff, it was very difficult. And we was complaining about something else. And then we stopped and said, look, man, we're healthy. We could get up. We could do anything we want. We have all our faculties. We have all of our feet, our both feet, both hands. We're intelligent. We're healthy. We have to use that to ride our gratitude to the moon because there's people out there who can't get out of bed. There's people out there who's born in such a way. And usually those people, how unfortunate it is, they're usually very positive, right? You know, you could go visit a bunch of kids in a, a facility that's dealing with some form of mental issue and you can see that they're happy and they're playing. And then you have all these humans walking around with all of their faculties miserable because we take things for granted, we take life for granted, and we don't take the time to appreciate and have gratitude. And sometimes it's never too late. God is like, it's never going to be late, but you can't just always be the atheist in the foxhole that's crying out to God when things when you hit that wall, you have to kind of start to say, well, whether I believe in God or not or anything else, something in this universe, may, I'm here, right? And I'm alive and I'm healthy and I have a fight in chance, right? It's always that tomorrow. So thank you so much for all the work you do. What I want you to do is let everyone know where they can find you and um, social media or your site information. And if in closing, you could give us your final thoughts and advice um, to everyone out there that's listening. The floor is yours. Okay. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at um, Nicole.Addison or The Power Within Co. Um, you could also find my blog uh, at thepowerwithin.tumblr.com. Um, you, there's also the books. I think the links might be somewhere. Um, and there's my own personal website um, called thepowerwithin.wordpress.com. And um, I think that's it. There's, there's, um, there's a link to everything in the bio on my Instagram if anyone wants to take a look and just see everything all right there. Uh, there's also a link to the articles that I write, um, the longer ones that are um, more in-depth about, about things that I like to talk about. Um, the link is also in the bio on my Instagram, so you can also find it there. Or you could search up Nicole Addison on vocal media too. And I think that is, that's it for where you could find me. Um, so closing thoughts. I just want to say that it can be very, very hard to um, grow and to build yourself to, to develop a certain mindset and to get through life. Because of course, 
life can become very challenging. But from what I've learned, I and from what a lot of us have probably learned as well, we can get through it little by little with little steps and encouragement from yourself. We can get through it and we can become the best people that we are meant to become. Um, like Pop said, like we all were put on this earth um, for a certain reason. We have passions, we have things to see and to fulfill and there's just so much out there for you. And so it's not easy getting to the spot that you can see that, but you can and you will. You just have to be patient with yourself and you have to try your very hardest. And that's, that's basically, I mean, that's all I can say is as the ending, but I wish I could go on and on and on, but I No, I, that's beautiful. And uh, we thank you because you know what? That's powerful. I mean, you wrapped it all up. We covered a lot here and I thank you so much. And we just all want to wish you from sober as though um, good luck on your doctorate. That's such a big, big deal. And definitely phone us in once you receive it. We're going to be there for you. You have all of our blessings. Um, I would love to have you on in the future. And um, and your positivity and your energy has just been phenomenal. And lastly, I want to thank you so much for being a pivotal part of my journey. And, you know, and you always encouraged me, even when I first started, I doubted myself with the podcast. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure where I was taking monk healing on Instagram. And I, you know, and then, you know, one day you text me and I was just like, you wrote all of this positive stuff. Like, Hey, I'm proud of you. You're doing great. Uh, all of the work. And it gave me, that was the fuel I needed, you know, in that little bit of moment of darkness in my life. And of course, when I get up every day and I turn on my phone is all your, your, um, Tumblr is always giving me a wealth of inspiration. So don't give up on your end. Keep working hard. And thank you for blessing us with your presence today on the Sobers Dope Podcast. We love you and we wish you the best. Thank you so much. I can't even tell you how grateful I am to be here. And and honestly, I like this is this is a really big thing for me. And I'm really, really glad that I was able to help you and, and help everyone else and it's not like I'm looking to go out there and, you know, be like, change the whole world. But honestly, changing everyone's, like, one person's life really even just makes a huge difference for me. And I, I can't thank you enough for letting me know that I was able to do that. And also, um, you inviting me onto this podcast has also given me a really big um, <clears throat> boost of inspiration because I was <clears throat> feeling a little bit overwhelmed with school and life and and that did make a huge huge difference for me you contacted me too so yes. i can't i honestly can't thank you enough it's it's made a huge difference in my life too thank you so ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the sober is dope podcast i'm your host pop buchanan that's a wrap for our amazing episode the power within with nicole addison i love you all and of course we'll catch you guys on the other side